welcome to the Stepable Travel Podcast, hosted by Nicolette Lafferty. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 31. Today we got Joe Pitt. Would you like to introduce yourself, Joe Pitt? Yes, um, my name is Joseph Yisai. I have cerebral palsy and I'm currently doing an internship with New South Wales, Service New South Wales. Yeah, that's good. So, in your message you sent to me, you talk about an issue with a taxi driver. So, can you talk a bit about that? Yes, um, I just, um, I was, my sister had a leavers party, so she was going away to um, London to the university there to study her degree um, and so my cousin actually booked this taxi and I requested silver service and so um, they didn't actually get a silver service taxi they actually got a um, taxi company that was a partner to Silver Service. And so I went in that taxi thinking that he would take my card, my TS, TSSP card or something, um, to pay half price. But I got home and I put gave him the card and he said, oh, I can't take it because the machine doesn't work or I can't use the machine with it. And so I was pretty disappointed and I said, Do you, can you take dockets? So the old style docket of from the transport New South Wales where you fill it out all your information and you sign and he said no I I got a few of them and I haven't got my money paid from them so so I don't want to take them because I want to get paid so can you please give me $99 and I said no I, I would rather pay with the docker, but he, he tried to convince me to give him the money, $99. So I was pretty upset, and my parents were very upset too. And it really ended badly. I could have called my mom and dad to come out and talk to him, but he he just wanted to get paid. That's what I think, just didn't really care about the service he was giving, so really made me 
upset and I wanted to complain, but I couldn't because I don't know his name. I don't know his registered taxi number. So it's kind of very challenging people with physical disabilities. And so I would say they, I think they need um, better training on how to um, deal with the subsidy card that the government Transfer New South Wales gives us. So they could just get a, get the money off their card and they don't have to, you know, ask for cash from, or money from, from somebody from their bank account, you know, credit card. So. Yeah. Um, and then also, as you said, the taxi driver says he haven't been paid in number of, of pure doctors. So do you think there should be a change within the government department in making sure the driver actually debt pay so they're more willing to move the docket? Yeah, they should get paid and and so they can, you know, live their life and you know, move you know, be able to buy what they need. So I think they need another there's another process that needs to be put in place. So just to help them understand how to get paid or, you know, if maybe probably direct debit or something. And then you also talk about in your method about going to Lebanon. So how was it like going through the airport? Um it was it was very good. So they um the only thing that I I go through security. They like to you know check me out, see if I have anything. But I'm pretty fine with that because you know they're doing their job. So I think um overall the airport experience is okay. I I really think they 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 they've done well on that. So they. Help me walk to the front of the aeroplane door. So when they um, get me on the wheelchair, so they get me through security and everything. So it just makes it easier. So they don't have to. So I don't have to walk in my K-Walker and it's not slow. And... I, I can be very slow when I'm walking because I just want to focus on getting there without falling. So but the wheelchair um, actually makes it easier. So I just sit there, they just push me 
as fast as they can to wherever we have to get to with their checks and balances to check everything is okay of security and they just get me to the door and that's it. I just walk through into the front of the plane and I'm there on the plane, ready to go. Yeah. And what is transportation like in Lebanon, especially in this disability? It's very good, very good um, transportation in Lebanon. Um, but except I've never been on a bus there. They don't have many buses. Um, but they do have buses, as my dad says, and um, and uh, my dad's been driving us around so in Lebanon, so we didn't really experience the transportation type of experience in Lebanon, but there is buses there. Yeah, and then how, what did, what did you enjoy doing in Lebanon? I enjoyed going to um, Bala Alabak and Juni and Jaita. They are um, famous places. Um, they were, I think, they're special, significant sites that um, before, back in the ancient times, yeah, Phoenician era, so the very, um, very interesting history, and their sites are very, very um, beautiful. Yeah, and what if, um, what if it's a time for other two to warn people with disability in Lebanon? Um, well, the attitude, um, I think they're a little bit backwards in how they treat people with disability, but they just need some, they need to learn a little, just a little bit and how to support people with disability. And they don't have an adequate system. They don't have a system to support people with disabilities. So my cousins, my dad's cousin, uh, is in a wheelchair, and he lives with his mom. So it's very, um, very difficult. And so. I'm lucky to be in Australia and Australia has a better support system than Lebanon. Yeah, and I think um, other countries such as Australia or the UK should teach Lebanon how to better support people with disabilities. Yeah, and then let's do a bit more locally now. 
Um, what if he knew any public transport or in Disney or New South Wales? What is your experience locally in public transport? So with the taxis, they they are good. They are very good. Some taxi drivers are not. Um, I think some of them get frustrated with my care worker because it's too heavy and so or it's too big and it can't fit in their boot. So it can fit, Joseph. It can fit but but they don't have patience to understand how to, you know, collapse it and, you know, put it in two pieces. So make it two pieces, so one piece goes on top of the other in the boot, and it's, you know, easily. So, and also, um, there aren't many disability taxis available at the times that I need them. So usually I just take a normal taxi. And if I take a normal taxi, I would say just put it in the back seat in the back of the taxi the passenger seat yeah and is there anything else you would like to talk about and the trains as well is very they are very um, they're always prepared and they put the ramp on the door so I can get on to the train so it's all good there um, they sometimes forget that I'm on the train but that happens only a few times but it's okay um, they they always say I'm sorry Joseph I forgot I was doing something or I was preoccupied so they they um, apologize and the next time I come they, they don't forget so it's all good on the train and the buses um, are also I don't use buses regularly but I have been on a bus and so they do pretty well sometimes but they don't have um, not all buses have a ramp, so I would suggest that most of the buses in Sydney have a ramp. Yeah, a good suggestion. Uh, I think we cover everything I wanted to talk about, so I'm going to wrap it up now. Uh, thank you for coming on to the Terrible Travel Podcast. No worries. Thank you for having me, Nicholas. You have been listening to the Accessible Travel Podcast. You can follow Nicholas on his Instagram page, nlaku20.